Welcome to Mucky Landing, population 739 and a half. It's an odd little backwater in a lower, slower corner of the tiny state of Delaware, mostly known for being not too far from someplace you'd rather be. I'm Virgil Slatter. Me and my partner, Harmon Truesdale, own the Mucky Landing Market, Diner, and Hardware Emporium at the corner of St. John's and Broad. If you were looking for a mythical Amish weed farm your stoner cousin Carl swore he'd actually visited, and you end up here by mistake. That's how most folks find Mucky Landon, unless they were born here. You be sure to stop by and say hi. If it's Wednesday, be sure to try Harmon's Bordeaux-basted barbecue bologna bites. Mucky Landing, a sort of a podcast. Season 1, Episode 6, Stranger Things in the Night. And there's still time to enter our big Mucky Landing first anniversary giveaway. Visit MuckyLanding.com to enter. I went down to the corner store, but you all know what I found. Nothing but rain and salty water soaking through that muddy ground. Virgil! Psst. You hear Virgil? It's me, Harmon. Sorry I'm late. I-, I decided to stay at the shot in the dark for one more beer after you finished yours and snuck out. I made sure no one saw me leave, too. Verge? Dang, I can't see a damn thing in here with the lights out. Let me just... Ow! Ow! Oh, oh, whoa, 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 man, whoa, whoa! What the hell? I told you to sneak over here quietly so no one would notice you. Oh, man. Harmon, where are you? Aisle two, near the condoms and peanut butter. What? Condoms aren't next to the... That's condiments. Harmon, hang on. I'm coming. I can't see you. Oh, wait, here. Oh, ow, 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 turn it off, turn it off. Oh, there you are. Don't shine that right in my eye. Crap, what the hell? I thought Dickie Butts' Deer Blinder 2000 might come in handy for what we got to do tonight, so I grabbed it from behind the counter as soon as I got here. I was getting my gear together in the back office when I heard all the noise. Here, I'll shut it off. Let me go grab my pocket flashlight. Shit, my eyes. Jesus. Next time I buy a copy of Tractors and Jugs, it's going to have to be in Braille. Thanks a million, Verge. Now I'm injured and depressed. Sorry about that. I forgot how bright this thing is. I remember Dickie made me wear sunglasses when he sold them to me. Dickie butts. I hate that guy. It's his fault I burned up all the ones we had in the front window. How is it Dickie's fault? You're the idiot who was fooling around with it and started the fire. Well, he should have put a warning label on that laser button. If he had, maybe I wouldn't have pushed it, and we could have made us some good money off those things in the fall. Harmon, you know damn well you'd have pushed it anyway just to see what it did. Probably just as well they got burned up. We started selling that thing to hunters around here. National Geographic would be sending down scientists to find out why our local deer population glows in the dark and bumps into trees. Now, you want to get up off the floor and tell me what just happened? What happened? Oh, yeah, I'll tell you what happened. I tripped over that mangy pile of hair you keep trying to pass off as a dog. I swear he was lying in wait for me. He he was laying right where he knew I was going to be stepping when I came in. 
You told him I was coming, didn't you? Don't be ridiculous, Harmon. He's just a dog. He's no more capable of that kind of higher thought process than you are. Oh, you're wrong about that, Virgil. That dog hates... Wait, what? Give it a rest, Harmon. We got bigger fish to fry tonight. Here, let me give you a hand. Oh, thanks, Verge. Hey, wait. Point that light down at my... Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I'm bleeding. Jeez, Virgil. Look, look, my whole shirt is red. Call an ambulance. You gotta get me to the hospital now. I'm down, Harmon. And what is that smell? Oh, God, it's those pickled pig's feet I had at the bar. My guts have been sliced up and those trotters are popping out of my stomach like Sigourney Weaver and the alien, aren't they? Now, just take it easy, buddy. Let's get you back down on the floor. If your guts are thinking about making an appearance, you shouldn't be standing up. God, what is that smell? Hang on. Yeah, that explains it. Here, read the label. Mama Goober's Red Beet Eggs. You pulled a half-gallon jar of red beet eggs off the shelf when you fell. That's pickled beet juice you got all over your shirt, not blood. Oh, thank God. I was afraid that pickle smell was my liver falling out. You're fine, Harmon. Oh, man, this was one of my favorite shirts. Speaking of which, why in hell did you decide to wear that gaudy Hawaiian shirt? That damn thing's louder than Pete Townsend playing the bagpipes. I was gonna wear my camo, but... Last time I washed it, I used too much bleach. Only way it's going to camouflage me now is if I'm hunting polar bears. This morning, you said you had some sort of outfit all picked out and ready to go. Yeah, but I forgot we had to go to the shot in the dark first to establish our alibis. I thought it would look kind of suspicious if I showed up looking like a stealth ninja cat burglar. You think? Well, I decided to wear this instead so I could... You know, blend in with the local. Herman, that shirt wouldn't blend in at a psychedelic luau with the Grateful Dead. <sighs> Whatever. Now, where's Aloysius? Aloysius, where you at, son? I think he shot under that fruit stand over there after I finished log rolling him. Do what? Well, I stepped on him as soon as I came in the front door, and his little legs were too short to stop the momentum, and he just kind of barrel rolled across the floor with me dancing on top like Eleanor Rigby on the balance beam. When my feet went out from under me, all I saw was a pair of buggy old eyeballs shooting across the floor towards the produce section. Looked kind of like a surprised hockey puck. I think he went under the fruit stand. He can't be under there. The gap at the bottom is only about four inches high. Have you really looked at Aloysius, Verge? You know he wasn't built in accordance with the laws of nature. Cut it out, Harmon. We gotta get moving if we're gonna grab that naked picture of you and Myrtle, but I am not going anywhere until we find Aloysius. Aloysius! Here, boy. Come on. Come on, boy. Come to Daddy. Daddy? Well, that explains a lot. Harmon, stop running your mouth and help me look for him. Well, I'm pretty sure I know where he is. Let me let me get down and look under here. Oh, no. What? What do you see, Harmon? Oh, God, is he really under there? I can't see anything. Wait a minute. Oh, point that off to the side, Verge. I don't need you double-blinding me tonight. Oh, you don't want to look at this, Verge. I'm, uh, well... I'm not sure if all his parts are still forming a hole if you catch my drift. What? What are you saying, Harmon? Get out of the way. Let me look. Now, now, now just hang on there, Bert. I, I think you need to prepare yourself first. It's going to be a shock. I mean, first I was dancing on top of him, and then he was going awful fast when I fell off of him, Virgil. I mean, he just shot out from under my feet at 100 miles an hour right, right under this itty-bitty opening here. And I think when he got gished, well, you know... Centrifrictional force and all, it's not pretty. What? 
What are you saying, Harmon? Is he dead? Oh, my God, did you kill Aloysius? I'm sorry, Verge. I, I can't really tell, but about all I can say for sure is if he's still alive, him and me are going to be attending Braille classes together because I found one of his buggy old eyeballs under here. Look. Mm. Never mind. It's a red beet egg. My bad. I'm going to kill you one of these days, Harmon Truesdale. Oh, lighten up, Virgil. Aloysius has been standing right behind you for the last five minutes. Where? Lower your flashlight. <laughs> oh, jeez, Aloysius, don't do that. Kind of unnerving when you suddenly see him staring at you out of a dark like that, isn't it? Stephen King would love this dog. Aloysius, you scared me to death. Are you okay? Come here, pup. You had me worried there. Oh, jeez, Virgil, don't kiss that dog on the lips. That's disgusting. You know, that's the very same thing I tell you every time you go spelunking for a date at the shot in the dark. It's also what you said when we were over there last week and I ran into your mama. Oh, for the and love of... And when we ran into her at the demolition derby, you said... Harmon, we can't stand here jawing all night. We need to get down to Ditchwater and steal your painting back from the Fuzzy Butt Gallery. Unless you want everybody in Mucky Landon to see how your birthday suit has flunked the test of time. Uh, Virgil, I need to go home and change shirts first. God, I look like Don Ho on a stabbing spree. We don't have time for you to change clothes, Harmon. We need to get on the road. We've only got an hour until last call, and we need to get to the gallery, snatch that painting, and get back to the shot in the dark to establish our alibis. Uh, but, Virgil, when everybody at the shot in the dark saw me tonight, my shirt didn't have beet juice all over it. Don't you think somebody might notice that when we go back? If they do, just tell them you were doing cherry bomb shots and missed your mouth again. Now let me grab my locksmith tools and we are out of here. Lock the front door and meet me out back. We'll take my truck. Once we have the painting... We sneak it out to the truck, lock everything up nice and tight again, and skidaddle back to the shot in the dark, where we tell everybody we just stepped out for a smoke. Simple, right? Yeah, I guess so. I still feel kind of funny about the whole breaking and entering and stealing thing, though. Somehow it just seems kind of, I don't know, shady, I guess. We are not stealing, Harmon. I studied up on this, and you are totally within your legal rights to take back that painting. You think? I don't think. I know. The law is on our side here, Harmon. We are doing everything totally by the book. What book is that, Bert? Lawyer and for Dummies. My cousin Cooter loaned me his copy from that time he was facing those charges for public intoxication and chicken defacement. Poor old Cooter. They ever figure out what's wrong with that boy? Danged if I know. You know, I can understand sneaking into the chicken houses down at the nugget plant and painting up the hen's beaks with lipstick once. But Cooter just wouldn't stop. The boy's not right. You know, I don't want to speak ill of the stupid, but your Uncle Boone has raised up a passel of weird progeny. You're right there, Harmon. Uncle Boone and his offspring are definitely hanging by their prehensile toes from the bottom branch of the Slatter family tree. Cooter's chicken phase was a lot of years ago, Virgil. You don't think maybe that book of his is a little out of date? Nope. The law is the law, Harmon. Unchanging and unyielding. You can't mess with it even if you try. That's why the coroner announces six Semper Tyrannosaurs at the start of every trial. I thought he said, hear ye, hear ye. Well, yeah, they say that too, but then they say six Semper Tyrannosaurs. They don't in the movies. That's the movies, Harmon. In the movies, they change things so they look better on camera. I'm talking about the way it really is, in real life. Oh, 
So why did they say sick simpering dinosaurs? Sick semper tyrannosaurs. It's Latin for don't stomp on me. That's a warning to all assembled there in those hallowed chambers that the law is a serious son of a bitch, and the judge won't tolerate anybody messing around with it. Huh. I did not know that. I was ignoramus no excusey too, Harmon, until I started studying up on this. Now, how about we go over the facts of the case just so I can settle your mind? I'll prove to you without a shadow of a doubt that we are so far above the law that it's a wonder we don't both have nosebleeds. Well, I'd appreciate that, Verge. Okay. So first off, you are, in point of fact, one Harmon Beverly Truesdale, correct? You know I am, Virgil. What kind of dumbass question is that? I'm just asking you the kind of questions they might ask you in court, Harmon. Court? What do you mean questions they might ask me in court? Look, the whole reason I'm listening to you is because I want to hear nobody's going to ask me anything in court. Relax, Harmon. I was all prepared to relax there, Verge, because you said you were going to put my mind at ease, and then you said I was going to... Harmon! No, you can turn this truck around right now, Verge. I am not going to the slammer because of Myrtle's stupid painting. Not no how, not no way. Harmon, listen to me. You are not going to jail. Jail? Now you're talking about going to jail? Harmon! You're the one that brought it up, not me. What? You said you weren't going to the slammer. Damn straight I'm not. Turn the truck around, Virgil. Turn it around now. Harmon, shut the hell up and listen to me. Nobody's talking about going to jail except you. You said it, not me. I did? Yeah, you did. Oh, okay. But you're the one who said court. You said... Oh, jeez, Virg, I don't know who said what. I'm just nervous is all. I... I am jumpier than a virgin at a Truesdale family reunion. Harmon, there's no reason at all to be nervous. You're not going to wind up in court or jail or any place else that's punishmentary-wise. That was just the workings of my legal beagle mind there. I didn't mean to scare you. Okay, fine. You better be right, Verge, because that's all I'm saying. No worries. Let's just get to the gluteus maximus of the thing, Harmon. Okay, lay it on me. Right. Now, you're in Campos Mentos, right? Nah, I hate those things. They remind me of dicky butts. <sighs> now, see, you just lost me there, Harmon. There is no difference between your brain and a pachinko machine, is there? No, dicky butts gave me one of those Mentos once. He told me to drop it in a big old bottle of soda. I sneezed Diet Coke out of my ears for three days straight. Man, I hate that guy. That's not what I was... I'd be careful about sticking them in a compost pile, though, after seeing what they do to Diet Coke. Shut up a minute and learn something, Harmon. In compost mentos means you're not legally crazy. You know, you can tie your own shoelaces, you don't eat wallpaper paste, etc. per capita ad nauseum. Ooh, okay. I did used to eat library paste when I was a kid, but I didn't actually like it. If you didn't like it, why'd you eat it? I was trying to fit in with the older, more sophisticated crowd. Fourth grade. Oh, yeah? How'd that work out for you? It didn't. By the time I mastered eating pace, they'd moved on to drinking Colt 45 and hot wiring cars. Either that was a really fast crowd or you were a really slow learner. My money's on the latter. After we moved here and I met you, I figured there wasn't much point in trying to improve myself. Thank you, Mr. Obvious. Now, look, do you want me to pro forma you about the law or not? Absolutely. I really need some eagle-beagle reassurance here, Verge. Okay, so you just keep your mouth shut and let me explain the illegalities of the thing. Mouth zip, Verge. Now, you told Myrtle that the only way you'd allow her to paint a picture of the two of you doing the four-legged foxtrot was if she gave you said painting, right? That's right. And she agreed, correct? She did. 
ipso burpso facto, you were, in point of legal fact, the owner of that painting, even before Myrtle painted it, correct? Well, yeah, I guess so. Now, this is a very important point. You never told her, either Quintus Interruptus or after, that she could display the painting for the whole world to see, did you? Hell no. And yet, in a stunning case of bald-faced, flagranti erecto, Myrtle flagrantly plans to display your erectos in the public square without your permission. Is that not so? Shit, I hope not. I thought she was displaying them in an art gallery. Are you saying she's going to hang it outside somewhere, like in the front of the town hall or out by the highway or something? The public square is just a figure of speech, Harmon. Now listen, this is how I sum up the whole legal situation. Myrtle Merkel agreed to give you the painting. In fact, that is the only reason you agreed to be a participant in this whole sorry mess. Well, that and free beer, sex, and meatloaf. Beside the point. Now, since she gave the painting to you, even before she painted it, Myrtle is not the rightful owner of that canvas, with or without paint on it. Furthermore, she did not ask you if she could borrow the painting, and she did not ask your permission to display it. Quid caveat emptier, the painting has been stolen, and Myrtle is the thief who took it. Wow, that bitch. Exactly. Therefore, we are merely quietly and privately reclaiming your own rightful and rightfully embarrassing private property depicting your privates. Properly put. In the process, we are saving Myrtle the public humiliation of being arrested, prosecuted, and thrown in jail, a path we certainly would have willingly taken, excepting that we don't want that painting of you and her doing the bow chicka wow wow to be displayed as Exhibit A in front of God, the world, and a packed courtroom at Myrtle's trial, since that would defeat the whole purpose of keeping the damn thing from ever seeing the light of day. Does that make sense? I sort of think it kind of does. Glad to hear it. It's just one thing that's still kind of bothering me, though, Virg. Well, geez, what is it now, Harmon? Well, if everything's all legal and above board and perfectly within our rights... How come we brought burglar tools? Harmon, look, that's the Fuzzy Duck Gallery up ahead on the left, isn't it? Uh, yeah, I think that's what the sign says. Slow down. Damn, it's dark along here, isn't it? Yeah, sure is. There's no streetlights out this way until you get into Ditchwater proper. That's good. I'm cutting the lights. Don't want anybody to see us pulling in here. Okay, we're here. Let's synchronize our watches. I've got 0 12 What you got? Verge, why we gotta synchronize watches? Because I don't know why. We just do, that's all. That's what you do when you're executing a mission. Oh, okay. Verge? What? I'm not wearing a watch. Oh, for the love of... Fine. We'll just go by my watch. I got 0 12 Let's move. Verge? What? What? I'm still not real sure about this, Verge. What if we get caught? <sighs> Fine. Let's just take a little moment to talk this through, Harmon. This would be the perfect time to do that. So, let me put it like this. Tomorrow, everybody in Mucky Landon will descend on this little place and will see a painting of Harmon Truesdale porking Myrtle Merkel. After the initial shock and disbelief, they'll go back to Mucky Landing. 
knowing what you look like in the altogether, and speculating about what other wild activities you and Myrtle might have indulged in. Every comedian in town will drop by the store with suggestions about potential sex partners you might want to consider, some of which may actually be human. The Big Head City Journal and Sunday Register will print angry letters to the editor, accusing you of corrupting our youth. The Universal Unitarialists will have a raffle where everybody guesses the length of your willy. And Mrs. Pucker and the Flames of Fire and Grace, right primitive Baptist lady prayer warriors, will get fired up over the depravity of it all and make picketing your house and the store a regular part of Wednesday night Bible study. You won't be able to set foot in the shot in the dark or any other bar in Delaware because every bar fly around will become an instant art critic. Every last Truesdale on the planet will disown you, even the ones you owe money to, and I'll have to dissolve our partnership to save the store, leaving you to slink out of town with no money, no prospects, and no future. Or we break into this gallery, steal your painting, and no one's the wiser. Your choice. Where's the burglar tools? Sensible choice, Harmon. Let me get my toolbox out of the back. Aloysius, come on, boy. Hop on down so I can set my toolbox on the seat. Uh, you're not taking Aloysius in there with us, are you, Verge? I don't think that would be such a good idea. No, once we get inside, I'm going to put him outside the door so he can warn us in case anybody comes along while we're in there. Okay, here. Give me some light so I can find my lockpick. Oh! Ah! Not in my eyes, Harmon. Shit. Oh, sorry, Bird. Just saw Jesus and the holy angels. Damn, that's powerful. Harmon, turn that damn thing off and put it down. Use a regular flashlight. I put it down by your feet. You got it, Bird. Crap. How am I going to find those lockpicks? Can't see anything but spots. Okay, got them now. Now reach down by your feet there. There should be a crowbar. Take that just in case. Got it. And the time is... Crap, I can't tell. It's like looking through a kaleidoscope. Let's call it at 012-1900. Now get your gloves on. We don't want to leave any fingerprints. I didn't bring any gloves, Virgil. You didn't? Oh, for crying out loud, Harmon. No watch, no gloves. I saw you put your toolbox in the back of the truck. Did you happen by chance to put anything useful in it? Ham sandwich and a two-pack of Little Debbies. Well... I don't have an extra pair of gloves for you. And you can't go in there with your bare-ass naked hands hanging out. You'll get fingerprints all over everything. Take your socks off. What? Why do you want me to take off my socks, Bird? Take off your socks and put them over your hands. You'll have to use them for gloves since you didn't bring any. Oh, okay, good idea. All righty, then. There's one. And there's two. Harmon, what are you doing? Well, look, as long as I got them off my feet, might as well check to see if I can wear them again tomorrow. Oh, no, these bad boys are way past their prime. Whew. You know, Harmon, between the pickled beet smell and your foot funk, I think I'm going to have to sell this truck. I told you you should have let me change my shirt. Come on, we can't waste any more time. Aloysius, follow me and stay by the door. Ah! Harmon, you follow Aloysius and keep a lookout while I pick the lock. Harmon, what the hell? Gravel's hurting my feet. Harmon, go back and put your shoes on. Oh, I hate wearing shoes without socks. Ow! Ow! Ouch! Okay, here's the front door. Let me feel around and see what we got here. 
Oh, good. Looks like it's just a regular old key with a deadbolt, nothing fancy. All right, we're cooking with gas now. Hey, Verge, my back teeth are floating. I'm going to head around the corner and take a whiz, okay? Sure, Harmon, go ahead. Come on back around here as soon as you're done. It should only take me a minute to jimmy this lock and get us inside. Okay. Oh, ow, ow, ouch. Oh, ow, ow. Okay, let's do the deed here. No, didn't quite have it there. Let's try it again. Is that it? No, damn. Aloysius, where are you going, son? Huh, he's following Harmon. That's weird. Come on, Virgil. Let's get to it. It's been a while, but you can still... Shit, these gloves make it kind of tough to... Crap, I dropped the... Where'd he go? Okay, there it is. Got it. All right, let's get that one in there. And this one goes here. Now hold that there. Hold that in place and feel around for the... Hey, Verge, there's a door on the side that was unlocked. Jesus, Harmon, you just scared the shit out of me. How the hell did you get in there? Well, there's an unlocked door. Aloysius found it. I went around the corner and was getting ready to drain the lizard, but I heard Aloysius scratching and whining on the other side of the bush I'd picked out. So I went around and saw he was scratching at the side door. He seemed to want to get in there some kind of bad, so I turned the knob and walked right in. Great. Quick, help me up and let's get inside. Sure thing. Come on. Okay, let's grab that painting and go. You still got the flashlight? Yep, got it right here. Okay, take off your hat and put it over the lens before you turn it on and keep it low and point it at the floor. We just need enough light to be able to find the painting. We don't want to be flashing it all over the place and drawing attention. You know, Verge, I got the spotlight, but I don't think we need it just yet. My eyes are getting used to the dark real quick in here. You know, I think you're right, Harmon. Look, there's a teeny little bit of light shining over there, coming from that hallway or room or whatever it is down at the end there. Maybe that's a nightlight. Let's start down that way first. Would you be able to recognize the painting in this light? Yeah, I know I would. First of all, the thing is huge. None of these in here look big enough. Plus, those paints she used were so bright they practically glow in the dark. For my pecker, she used this day-glow crimson... Stop it right there, Harmon. That's one paint by numbers I'd rather not know about. Kind of surprising how well I can see in here. I can actually tell what Myrtle was trying to paint on a lot of these. Yeah, me too. Only, I think it's because the light in that room down there is getting brighter. And it's flickering. Harmon, get a move on. Whoa! Holy shit, that painting's on fire. Where's a fire extinguisher? Hey, that's the painting. That's the one of me and Myrtle. Look, there's somebody in there. Harmon, look out. Oh! What the? Hey, hey, you. What the hell did you hit Harmon for? Hey, come back here. Harmon, are you okay? Harmon! Oh, man, he's knocked out cold. I gotta get him out of here. Shit, I can't lift him, not with my knees. Hold on, Harmon, I'm dragging your ass out of here. Harmon, come on, buddy. You gotta snap out of it. We gotta call the fire department and we gotta get out of here. Oh, crap, is he still breathing? Ooh, yeah, he's still breathing. I can smell the beer fumes from here. Only shit, Harmon, you stupid son of a bitch. Why you gotta just lay there like the Queen of England on her wedding night? We gotta go! Shit, oh shit, oh shit, oh shit! Hi, I'm Chris Polo, creator of Mucky Landing. 
This episode, Stranger Things in the Night, featured Mike Polo as Virgil Slatter and Bruce Leister as Harmon Truesdale. Sound design is by Mike Polo, and our theme song and incidental music is written and performed by our music director, the humbly infragable Jim Rezac. For more of Jim's music, check out jimrezacmusic.com. We wouldn't be working so hard to produce Monkey Landing if it weren't for you, our listeners. And we have a few people I'd especially like to thank for their support. First off, huge gratitude and thanks from everyone here at Monkey Landing to Marianne Pellegrini and Michael Spiller for their very generous donation. Rest assured that we're putting it to good use. We'd also like to thank Katie, a.k.a. KLK Coupons, Beth P29, and Patrick Boyle for replenishing Harmon's bologna supply at buymeacoffee.com. Visit muckylanding.com slash support to find out how you can help us out. Remember, the Mucky Landing anniversary giveaway ends in a couple of weeks. Visit muckylanding.com by May 31st, 2021 for your chance to win cool Mucky Landing buttons, t-shirts, mugs, and other gear. We respect your privacy and will never sell or share your information with anyone else, especially not Psycho Bob. Again, our website is muckylanding.com. While you're there, you can listen to back episodes, check out photos of some of our recording sessions, and maybe even drop a buck or two in Harmon's buymeacoffee.com tip jar. Please let us know what you think by leaving us a rating or review wherever you listen to podcasts, and thank you so much for listening. <laughs>